It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now, Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Jam-packed version of Pushing the Limits today. Thank you so much for joining us wherever you're watching. Could be on TikTok, could be on Twitch, could be on the FM AM dial. KSHP could be the Occupy Democrats Network. We appreciate you all being here. And uh, boy, let's just get right to it. What a busy news day. A lot to talk about. But I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. If you listen to conservative, conservative radio, could be in Las Vegas, could be anywhere throughout the country, or Fox Noise, or Newsmax, they're not really talking a lot about this jailed Russian opposition figure. Uh, I would actually call him a hero, Alexei Navalny. Oh, no, they're not talking about that. Or what about the special counsel, David Weiss, charging uh, this former FBI informant with lying about President Joe Biden and his son, Hunter? No, the Republicans don't want to talk about that stuff. They don't want to talk about gun control. They want to talk about a sexual relationship that a powerful black woman had, perfectly legal, by the way, to defend the orange turd. That's the story that you'll hear everywhere on right wing entities, whether it be radio or television. And it's an effing joke is what it is. And I want to start off by getting this story out of the way right from the get-go because it's a story that's been endorsed and covered and talked about on Fox News, on OAN, on Newsmax for God knows how long. Well, it turns out that special counsel David Weiss has charged a former FBI informant with lying about President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden's involvement in business dealings. This was their all-star witness, right? This was the witness that the Republicans had with all the credibility in the world. Well, it turns out he's a liar. And Sean Hannity endorsed this guy and endorsed this story for at least 85 segments and 28 monologues. This was just a little bit about what Sean Hannity said about this oh-so-credible former FBI informant documented allegations of bribery from a trusted FBI confidential human source has now finally been released. Now, its contents are devastating. The contents are devastating. Trusted is the word that Sean Hannity used. And again, I go back to what I said earlier. Sean Hannity did 85 segments on this and 28 monologues. Well, this guy's a liar. Zero credibility, just like everybody else that Fox News gives a platform to. But no, you won't hear conservative talk radio talking about this story. They'll still call the Biden family the crime family. Heck, they might even still run with this person's testimony. A known liar with no credibility. It's been proven. But you won't hear conservative talk radio talking about that story. No, they want to talk about Fannie Willis's sex life. Now, I'll be the first one to admit bad judgment. You put an attorney on a case going after the former president of the United States. You don't want to have any skeletons in your closet. And even though Fannie Willis didn't break the law, it was a lapse of judgment on her part. There's no question about it. But have you heard the questioning going into Fannie Willis's sex life? Folks, it's disgusting. And this comes on a day where a judge is probably going to make uh, a judgment 
in New York City on Donald Trump could be in excess of $300 million. And Donald Trump will probably never be able to do business in the state of New York again. But will right-wing talk show hosts be talking about that when that judgment comes in, which it will, could be today? No. They want to talk about Fannie Willis's sex life. Are they talking about gun control? Are they going to be talking about the mass shootings that are taking place in this country, which seems like on a daily basis? Are they going to be continually covering what took place at the Kansas City Chiefs parade? We will. We're going to have a witness to the shooting on coming up here in about 20 minutes. No. Conservative radio and television, they're not going to be talking about that. They're going to be talking about a powerful black woman and her sex life. Yes, that's what they're going to be talking about. And isn't it interesting, folks, that this hero, and that's exactly who Alexei Navalny was, a hero who died in a Russian prison. Will you hear Donald Trump today speaking out against the Kremlin? Will you hear Donald Trump make the same or similar statements to Joe Biden? Joe Biden today calling out Vladimir Putin, blaming him, rightfully so, for Alexei Navalny's death. This is a murder, ladies and gentlemen, and this is no different than what Kim Jong-un did. To Otto Warmbier. This is murder. I'll answer the question for you, my right wing MAGA friends. No, you won't. Donald Trump will not be calling out Vladimir Putin for anything. Vladimir Putin and Russia could invade five NATO countries, and Donald Trump wouldn't call him out. In fact, he'd probably endorse it. You won't hear this on right wing radio. You won't hear it leading on Fox News or Newsmax or OAN. They won't be calling out Vladimir Putin. In fact, maybe Tucker Carlson will be prancing back over to Russia and do another puffer interview with Vladimir Putin, the evil murderous dictator. Alexei Navalny was a hero. But the right wingers out today, they're not really covering this story. They're not calling out Vladimir Putin. They want to know about Fannie Willis's sex life. That's what she that, that that's what they're doing. Mark my words, that's what they'll be leading with on all the shows today and tonight on Fox Noise, OAN and Newsmax. Navani was a hero. And taking any sort of opposition and any oppositional stance to Vladimir Putin will most likely get you murdered and killed. Putin has been known for doing that. And he continues to do it. This guy, the attempt on poisoning him, it's amazing that he lasted this long. He is a hero. And he should always be looked at as a hero. And he made all these global headlines. If you remember... He was poisoned with this nerve agent back in 2020. He was sentenced to 19 years in prison, and he was already serving sentences of 11 and a half years in a maximum security facility on fraud and other charges that he denied. And there are a lot of world leaders that have been reacting with shock and sadness, including, as I mentioned, Joe Biden. Nothing from Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not calling out the Kremlin. Donald Trump's not calling out Vladimir Putin. What does Vladimir Putin have on Donald Trump? Why is it that Donald Trump fails to call out Vladimir Putin in Russia for anything? In fact, at times condoning, condoning the behavior of the Russian government and Vladimir Putin. Why don't you answer that one for yourself? Why is it that there are so many middle-aged white Republicans out there that are obsessed over Fannie Willis's sex life? Can somebody please explain that to me? I don't know. I'm just throwing this question out there. Could it maybe have something to do with the fact that she's black, a a powerful black woman? Could it maybe have something to do with the fact that 
She's actually trying to hold Donald Trump accountable and the people around him accountable for trying to overturn a free and fair election back in 2020. Could that be possible as well? I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of both. I don't know. Call me crazy. And while all this is going on and all these right wing fairy tales are crumbling before our very eyes, do we remember the movie? Or I'm not going to call it a documentary. It's not a documentary. It was a movie a fictional movie called 2000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza, the convicted felon behind this fraudulent movie. Well, ladies and gentlemen, for all of you right-wing morons out there that would quote this movie, you need to watch 2000 Mules. I've interviewed idiots on this show. You need to watch 2000 Mules. It proves that the 2020 election was stolen. You clowns, you fools, you boobs. You MAGA morons who all wear the Donald Trump knee pads. Well, it turns out that a conservative group called True the Vote behind this movie said in a court filing, because there are lawsuits involved now, that it doesn't even know the identity of its own anonymous sources who allegedly told the story of ballot trafficking, that scheme that allegedly organized by a network of un- Named groups paying $10 per ballot. Well, guess what? It turns out they have no evidence. And they admitted that in court filings. They have no evidence of widespread voter fraud. And they have no evidence even to the claims that they made in this stupid movie that was fictional. So for all of you morons out there that buy it and you buy the comments of Donald Trump. Do you remember Carrie Lake? Carrie Lake, by the way, is still on the tour of claiming that the 2020 election was stolen. And she recently did an interview on CNN and she continues to quote 2000 mules. And she continues to lie about the 2020 election. Here's just a small tidbit of that. Saying that. Well, there's plenty of evidence. We had 740,000 ballots with no chain of custody. Those ballots shouldn't have been counted. We had election the evidence in that. Dana, there's plenty of evidence. You can find it. I can, I can, I'm happy to send it to your team. The problem is the media won't cover it. Oh, by the way, Carrie Lake never sent any of that evidence to the CNN team because Carrie Lake is a liar and a despicable human being. True the vault also told the courts it doesn't have any documents about illegal ballot collection either or the name of its purported informant or confidential agreements it previously said existed. They lied. The records were subpoenaed by the state election board back in 2022. The entire 2000 Mules movie is a big lie. It's not a documentary. It's a fictional lie. That's what it is. And you have all these idiots out there like Kerry Lake and you right wing fools out there that don't have a brain that bought into this nonsense. That movie is a farce. And should we be shocked, even though I called it a farce from day one, should we all be shocked that the man behind this movie, the convicted felon Dinesh D'Souza, who went on social media when Barack Obama was president, constantly calling him a Negro. Should we be surprised that that's the same guy that claimed that this movie is, is the real deal? Yeah, there are people that endorse this sort of stuff. And the Charlie Kirks of the world, the Sean Hannity's of the world, the Laura Ingrams, the Brian Kilmeads. Are they going to be talking about this liar, this FBI informant liar? Are they going to be covering that story? Are they going to be covering the 2000 mule story that has turned out proven now to be a total farce with no evidence of anything that they discussed in the movie? Are they going to be covering that? Are they going to be criticizing Vladimir Putin for the murder of Alexei Navalny? 
Are they going to be covering any of these stories that, of course, make Donald Trump look bad, that, of course, make the Republicans look bad? No. And I go back to what I said earlier. What are they going to be covering today and tomorrow and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday? They're going to be covering the sex life of Fannie Willis. And let me be very clear on this. It doesn't change the evidence against Donald Trump in this case. It doesn't change the fact that Donald Trump and his crony associates tried to overturn the outcome of a free and fair election. We have fake electorate schemes all over the country. Right here in Nevada, Mike McDonald, Jesse Law, Mike McDonald, the the Republican chair, indicted for a fake electorate scheme. Among others. Oh, sure. They pled not guilty. Oh, yeah. They're innocent. They'll proven guilty, even though they pled the fifth to the FBI. And it was Donald Trump himself who said, if you plead the fifth, you're probably hiding something. You're probably guilty. It was Donald Trump who said that. By the way, Donald Trump has pleaded the fifth over 500 times in the last couple of years. Don't you find that interesting? These right wingers out there, they're not going to be covering these stories. They might have a sentence or two about Alexei Navalny. There'll be no criticism for Vladimir Putin. I guarantee you. You think Clay Travis and these right-wing bozos are going to go after Vladimir Putin and calm the evil murderous dictator that Joe Biden has done? Do you think Donald Trump will hold a press conference today or even go on his lie social and even echo even close to what Joe Biden said today in blaming Vladimir Putin for the death of this hero, Alexei? Nalvani, who is a hero. Do you think that Trump will be making any statements about this, about this man's death? I would be willing to bet the answer is absolutely not. Are they talking about the real issues facing the American people? Gun control, for example, mass shootings across this country. Are they talking about those issues or or the right to a woman's own health care and a right to her own body? Are they talking about those issues? Of course they're not. I'll take a few phone calls now. Do you care about Fannie Willis's sex life? I can tell you right now, I don't. I mean, we can talk until the cows comes home about Donald Trump's infidelities. It's not against the law. And that's very different, by the way, than somebody having sexual relations with, with a colleague. Doesn't change the facts in this case doesn't change the fact that Donald Trump and his associates tried to overturn the outcome of a free and fair election. Doesn't change the facts. Doesn't change the facts that Donald Trump is facing 91 felony counts. Number to call 702-221-7283. And again, the number to call if you want to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283. Coming up here in uh, just a few minutes, we're going to be speaking with an eyewitness to the shooting that took place the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Yes, that's another story that we need to talk about and continue to cover and talk about, which is guns and the obsession with guns in this country. Yes, we need to continue to cover these topics, continue to talk about them. I am not interested in the sex life of Fannie Willis. I am not. Maybe you are. I'm not. If you want to talk about the sex life of Fannie Willis, let's talk about the sex life of Donald Trump. If you really want to get into the weeds with me, I'm happy to do that with you. Doesn't change the facts in this case. Doesn't change the fact that Donald Trump is the one on trial, not Fannie Willis. But if you watch Fox News and Newsmax and OAM, they're going to be going into Fannie Willis's sex life until the cows come home. Why is that? Why is it that when you turn on Fox News, 
All you'll see is them showing clips of black people committing crimes. Why is that? Why are they obsessed with Fannie Willis's sex life? Why do they portray black people as criminals? Why is it that Fox News plays these clips over and over and over again? Why is it if you go on Charlie Kirk's Twitter page today, he's not going to be talking about this lying FBI informant that lied about the Bidens. Oh, no. He's not going to be going after Vladimir Putin for the murder of Alexei Navalny. Oh, no, he's not going to be talking about that. Absolutely not. I mean, is he going to be talking about how 2000 Mules, who he a movie that he endorsed, by the way, and still does. Is he going to be talking about 2000 Mules? Is he going to be talking about how it's all now been debunked? It, 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 really? Is he? No. He's going to be talking about Fannie Willis's sex life. Why are Republicans obsessed with Hunter Biden's penis? Why are Republicans obsessed with Fannie Willis's sex life? Why are Republicans obsessed with drag queens? Why are Republicans obsessed with homosexuality? Why? Why do they seem to be the ones obsessed with these sorts of issues that most Americans don't care about? Answer that question for me. Why? Why are Republicans obsessed with the wrong topics, ladies and gentlemen? They don't want to talk about Donald Trump. They don't want to talk about January 6th. They don't want to talk about the fact that 2020 was a free and fair election. They don't want to talk about how the economy has been headed in the right direction for the last 18 months. They don't want to talk about inflation down, unemployment way down, wages way up. They don't want to talk about any of these topics. Again, they want to talk about Fannie Willis's sex life. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Again, 702-221-SAVE is the number to call. Let's go to Gary. Carrie. Carrie is next on Push the Limits. Hello, Carrie. Hey. Uh, so first of all, I just wanted to start off that I don't support Trump and everything like that. What's going on with that? But the whole thing that I feel like with the Fannie Willis thing that I do think is important is there is things that are wrong with what happened. Like he is profiting, he money was misused, and she lied. So like I think when you what did say she some lie? Of the stuff like this, what, what did she lie about? Like uh, like when the relationship started, has also saying she. Do you really think she's Always how do you know? cash and refund. How do you know? I, I don't. That's how, what I'm. That I don't. Okay, so I'm not you, saying I okay, know. Okay, so let's go things. with that. If you don't know when the relationship started, then why would you claim she's lying about when the relationship started? Well, there is people saying that it started in 2019. And what people that, said that? What? Who said that? Former coworkers. And again, they were okay. disgruntled. Okay, and so, I, I get that. So, okay, so let's go and back. To, that's why I let's think be we fair. do need the trial. Though. Okay, I get that. I get what you're saying. But let's be fair. You just made a claim that she's lying about when the relationship started. And then you just admitted to I asked you where you're getting that information from. And you said, well, there were some disgruntled employees that claimed that doesn't well, mean that she's a liar. Trial. OK, but that doesn't mean that she's a liar. That hasn't been proven. Let's try to be factually accurate. I get what you're saying. There are I, people... I agree what you're saying. OK, I mean, I, what I mean... I'm saying is I, I think there just still needs. OK, to so listen, Carrie, something can't Carrie, be I don't. OK, so Carrie, I don't disagree with you. Right. I believe at a minimum she used very poor judgment. Right. You don't want to have sexual. You don't want to have sexual relations with a man uh, that you're going to hire to run a case going after the former president of the United States. She made a mistake. There's no question about that. But the point that I'm trying to make, there's a couple points that I'm trying to make, and you can tell me whether you agree or not. Number one, 
It doesn't affect the evidence in the case, okay? Donald Trump oh, is, right? I don't think it does either. Right, I, right. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think it, but and, I think the problem is, is like, that what really happens now is that because of the of this miscommunication or her mismanagement of who she chose, it gives them validation to feel like, oh, they're so, so corrupt now because look, look what happened. Yeah. And like, I, to a certain extent, I feel I, it's almost impossible to have like always do the right thing um, and show that you're doing the right thing. And that's going to make them believe. I don't think that, personally <laughs> that this uh, affects the case at all. I understand what you're saying. It's a distraction. Uh, I, it's a distraction. Yeah, and and that's it gives, what I mean. Right. And it gives people on the far right an opportunity to, to, to attack yeah. her. I understand what you're saying. I don't disagree with you. All I'm simply saying is I could care less about her sex life. It hasn't been proven that she lied. It hasn't been proven that she received any funds or money. Uh, she, she received campaign donations, but nothing illegal. It doesn't but change. what about the, her saying she kept campaign money and she admitted that in court yesterday? I think it was yesterday. So there was, like, no, right. And, so there was nothing proven that in her testimony that proved that she actually broke the law. And that's really what we're, what it comes down to here. I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, we can talk about Donald Trump and the excess of three hundred million dollars that he received, oh, yeah, cla- yeah. claiming that he was <laughs> receiving that money uh, for you yeah. know to fight voter fraud, and we know he took eighty percent of that money and put it uh, in his back pocket. But one hundred percent, Carrie. I, 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 I mean, well, I shouldn't say one hundred percent. I don't know, but like, it. I just feel like we the way not to, i'm saying you're doing right. it all, all the time but it, sometimes like it's yeah. portrayed well it, i'm gonna tell you this bad, well i'm gonna tell you this good. i'm gonna tell you this carrie donald trump uh breaking news was just ordered to pay 364 million dollars yeah. for fraud in this civil trial but conservatives aren't going to want to talk about that they're going to want to talk about fanny willis's uh well, do you, sex, do you, let me sex, ask you do you life. think that do you not think that was excessive uh, uh here's what i do think is uh excessive Donald Trump's behavior. And I'm not saying like uh, Donald, oh yeah. his, Donald, his Donald Trump's. Warrant. Well, I mean, so I, I can answer you in by his behavior and his life, the fraud that uh, and uh, that the way that he has lived his life. Uh, the chickens mm-hmm. are coming home to roost, ladies and gentlemen. Now, whether I think it's excessive or not, the point is, is that he's going to be held accountable for breaking the law, doing the things that he's done. And I think that is a good thing for the country. But I do appreciate you call. You bring up some very good points, uh, Gary. Can I, I say one more thing? Quickly, about, go ahead, quickly. About yep, yep. The same, sorry about that. The, when I was saying the excessiveness, if it was like, I'm not saying, I don't know what the number would be. But when you make it excessive again, it gives them the right that they're just going after him again because of this. And it's like, it's an enormous money that obviously he's probably never going to pay pay her. And that's what I mean by it. Well, like, you he, just, he, he claims to do it he not claims, because you think he claims he has enormous amounts of money. So now he's going to have to pay up. That's that's my response to that. But I appreciate your call. I feel like it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It. Thank you for the call. I got to get to some other callers real quick and then I got to take a break. But I do appreciate your call. And you made some good points there. Thank you. Let's go to Steve. Steve is next on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Steve. What's going on? Hey, good morning. I don't get a chance to hear the show very often, but um, I caught up the last couple of days. Um, you're, you're leaving out so much stuff that it, it's, it's mind boggling to me that nobody challenges you on. Okay. So um, tell me, what about the video, the, the video today that shows the, the Russian spy, uh, begging the CIA or begging people for 20, 10 to $20 million to get something going in, um, Russia to overthrow Putin blackmail. You're talking about a Russian spy. You you do know what the big story is coming out of Russia today, right? You are aware of. Yeah. Okay, you're kind yeah. of you're kind of leaving that out, aren't you? That's kind of a big story, no, don't you think? I mean, 
I mean, he was, yeah. he, there's video this morning of, you've seen it. Don't tell me you haven't seen it. And, um, I have absolutely, so I, think, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, I know what you're talking about. The biggest stories that are coming out today, right? Donald Trump, $360 million. He has to pay up. That just broke. Uh, obviously the story about the former FBI informant, that's a big story that's come out in the last 24 hours. Alexei Nalvani being murdered. I think we all could agree what happened there. That's kind of a big story. So I- I'm sorry if I'm not picking uh, stories that don't entertain you. It's not that I'm intentionally leaving things out, sir. Uh, these are the biggest oh, stories of the day. You are, you are too. Okay. You're a blowhard. Gotcha. So now you're gonna do. So now you're gonna do name calling. You don't want to have a reasonable conversation. You're just gonna call me names. I've listened to you for ten minutes. Gotcha. Why am I a blowhard? Okay. Why am I a blowhard? What have I said on the show today that would lead you to believe I'm a blowhard? What did I say that's factually inaccurate? Do you honestly believe that Trump's gonna pay that three hundred sixty-four million dollars? Okay. Did I say that Trump was gonna pay it? Did I say that on the yeah, show, sir? Oh, I did. You okay, sir. Not. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to get the MAGA wax out of your ears, and I want you to listen, because clearly you're not capable. Here's what I've said. He's held to account in a court of law, and he was ordered to pay. I never said on this show he was going to pay it. And by the way, whether he pays it or not, the point being is that he's being held accountable. So, sir, would you like to give me another example? Hold on. I'm asking you a question now. Since you called me a blowhard. What have I said on this show that is not accurate? Because you just said something and misquoted me. I never said he was going to pay it. I said he was ordered to pay it. Sir, do you not understand the difference between being ordered to pay something and actually paying it? Do you not understand the distinction there? Or do I need to explain that to you? No, you don't have to explain it. Okay, thank you, Mr. Blowhard. Thank you, Mr. Blowhard. Hold on. Keep him on. Don't hang up on him. Mr. Blowhard, is it okay if I call you that? What else have I said on this yeah. show? What else have I said on the show that you think is inaccurate? Would you like to misquote me again, Mr. Blowhard? What time do you start? Are you seriously? Are you? I'm asking you for another example. Don't get wise with me, pal. You called me the blowhard. Give me another example. You failed miserably in the first one. Okay, so give me another example. You have the floor, sir. Mr. Blowhard, welcome back to Push the Limits. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Every single thing that you've said since I got in my car. Be specific. BS. Okay, so be specific. What did I say that's BS? I'm giving you the example. You have the floor. What did I say, quote, that was BS? Go ahead. All the things you've said about Trump today. No, 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 no. All, all the things is not specific. I want you to be saying all the things is not specific. I'm now asking you for a fifth time. You said all the things I say are BS. Give me one example of something specific I said that's BS. I'm now asking you for a fifth time. Okay. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll make a list over. Oh, the you're a freaking you you're a freaking idiot. Get lost, pal. You blowhard. That's what these MAGA morons do. They call into this show. You everything you've said about Trump is a lie. Oh, really? Can you name me one lie? You just made yourself look like the ass that you are, blowhard. Yeah, I think we all know who the real blowhard is there. You said that Donald Trump has to pay them. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I never made that claim. I said he was ordered to pay, stupid. God, these people that call into the show, they're just mesmerizingly ignorant. It's just unbelievable. Hey, here's an idea. If you want to call into the show and call me a liar or say everything I say about Trump is BS, like this buffoon who just called in, give me a specific example. How about that? Thank you for the call, though, Mr. Blowhard. We appreciate uh, you showing your ignorance on the air for everybody throughout the country to hear. 702-221-7283. We're going to change topics real quickly. I want everyone to remain on hold. Our phone lines are completely full. 
as they always are on this show. I promise you I will take more calls on the other side. Even blowhards can call into this show. But what we are going to do next is we're going to take a break. But this is a really important topic. Everybody on hold, sit tight. I promise I'll get to all your calls. We know what took place in Kansas City. Horrible, horrible shooting that took place. A woman losing her life. Kids were shot. Terrible. But I want to get a firsthand account of what took place that day. And coming up next, a young lady by the name of Madison Askew will be joining us. She was just feet away from where this shooting took place. I can't imagine how scary that must have been. She's going to be joining us next and, and, and tell us what she saw. Uh, we'll take more phone calls on the other side as well. Sit tight. Take a quick break. Be back right after this. It's Pushing Your Limits right here on KSHP. Did you know that 99% of air conditioning issues start with airflow issues? Well, guess what? Pioneer Air has your back. They've been operating for 20 years in the industry within the Las Vegas area. Large enough to handle all your air conditioning and heating needs, but small enough to know your first name. Pioneer Air focuses on preventative care, much like wellness checks for humans. They believe in wellness checks for air conditioning and heating systems to extend the life of the system you own. So what are you waiting for? Schedule your wellness check with Pioneer Air today. The number to call is 702-831-4840. Here's the best news. Mention this ad and you'll receive 10% off. Call Pioneer Air today, 702-831-4840. That number again, 702-831-4840. My name is Hunter Kane, and I'm talking with you for a call to action for our veterans in Clark County. Who is Hunter Kane? Well, I'm a decorated combat veteran, veteran community leader, and candidate for Clark County Commission. You know, no veteran has served on the commission in nearly 30 years, which is why our veteran homelessness, unemployment, and suicide rates are out of control. So here's the call to action. June 11th, vote veteran, vote Kane for Clark County. Let's rally behind someone who's been in the trenches, who knows the sacrifices, and who's committed to making a real difference. Join the campaign by searching Elect Hunter Kane on social media or go to www.electhunterkane.com. Hey, everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits, the fastest growing radio show in the Valley. And now we've expanded our reach to include live stream ads on social media with over 20,000 daily views. So are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then get in on the action. Our team will put together the right ad package for you that meets your business needs. So what are you waiting for? Send us an email, sales at ptlradioshow.com. That's sales at ptlradioshow.com and reach your target audience while maximizing the advertising impact of your business. That email again, sales at ptlradioshow.com. That's sales at ptlradioshow.com. All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Friday. Thank you so much for joining us. Boy, a lot of stuff in the news, and I promise we'll get back to your phone calls here in a few minutes. Um, you know, we're talking, of course, about the 2,000 mules uh, lie. Uh, in a courtroom, those behind the movie said they have no proof of any widespread voter fraud. And it was a bunch of lies. We have this FBI informant uh, who now knowingly lied about President Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Of course, Alexei Navalny news is just really, really sad. But, you know, we're still covering this shooting that took place at the Kansas City Chiefs Parade. I cover, you know, shootings across the country. It, it, it's sad. It's tragic. And just because you weren't physically injured doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you. The lady we have with us 
on the line right now was celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs parade with her friends, and she was just a few feet away from where the shooting took place. Her name is Madison Askew, and she joins us right now. Madison, um, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. I wish it was under better circumstances. How are you? I've been better. Like, I've been through like a lot myself, so mm-hmm. it's like I can deal with this. Right. But it's still a lot to go through. I like, can only observe. I can only imagine. Uh, and I appreciate you uh, taking the time to join us. So let's just start with uh, the day that took place. You wake up. You're just planning to celebrate the parade with your friends. Is that accurate? No, yeah. Because we all work at the same restaurant. And mm-hmm. we were so excited to go because we had all never been to a parade or a rally. Because I, me personally, I just it was never in my schedule to go. So I was really excited to go. I vlogged the entire like trip up there. But it feels wrong to post it now. Like, I'm yeah, not going to post it. At all. Of course. I, I mean, I don't blame you. Um, take me to the moments where you realized, uh-oh, something's wrong. The moments leading up to the shooting, where so exactly were like, you? Sorry. It was just like, like, even before the shooting even happened, it was the vibe there was insanely just tense. Nobody would talk to, like, nobody was nice to anybody there. Hmm. My friends and I were just trying to get up close and honestly down to on where it had where it honestly ended up happening because we just wanted to get a drink but we were stuck on the staircase behind the tree and if like you watched like any of it on like television you see the guy in the tree like i was right behind that dude oh wow and so you're really we close we were so close and we were trying to leave it was right after travis got done talking and i was like i think that was the end so I, we were trying to beat the traffic and we were walking through the grass right. and it was i could look over it and it was just all these people and then i i heard the pops and everybody thought it was fireworks. And I just moved back from Baltimore, Maryland. And that was that was not a firework in broad daylight. Absolutely not. So, you know, um, right. You know, right away, something's very wrong and you suspect that it's gunfire. Yeah, I was holding my friend's hands and like that. My hands were shaking because I knew what it was because my ex, I have a lot of like gun knowledge because my ex was a gun lover. Um, so I just have all of like the information. I know what it sounds like. I know what to do. Mm. And I, when I heard it, I looked to where I thought it came from. And all I saw was just smoke and I saw people just running. I saw people falling and I was just like, that is either, if that's a firework, something horrendous just happened down there. But so I'm you see people, you see people running, you're, you, you're obviously knowledgeable enough uh, with guns to realize that, Hey, that those oh, yeah. aren't fireworks. That's a gun. Do you start running as well? What do you start doing? I honestly, I couldn't even start running because my friends we, they were trying to like use like the restroom and I didn't want to be the, I didn't want to be that guy that was like, we need to hurry it up. Cause I didn't want right. to cause them panic. If it wasn't like a gunshot, if it really was a firework, I didn't want to be the person mm-hmm. to ruin the day's vibe. But I was just like, we should go. It's time to go. Right. We can't would... go. We don't have to go home, but we cannot stay here. Did you see uh, any of the suspects uh, at all? Did you see anything specifically uh, as far as that goes? My friends and I were like, cause we were, cause before like it even happened. My friends and I was watching. We were able to watch one of the dudes just like pick his gun up and just start shooting like at the dude. And unfortunately, it was like the spray got the crowd. But it's just like it's the principle that of why did you bring a gun to a Super Bowl parade? What were you expecting to happen? Right. No, I agree with you. You had mentioned that your was it your ex boyfriend that was kind of like a gun lover. Uh, do ex, you? Yeah, my ex. Yeah, he yeah. had a whole wall of guns, and he was very much like I'm very knowledgeable in gun safety. Right. I know how to be around guns. I know because yeah. he always had his guns locked and loaded and ready to go. Do you feel like? Do you feel like, um, Madison, that we live in a country that is obsessed with our guns, and we have a gun problem yeah. in this country? Would you agree with me that 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 we have 100%. a gun problem? Yeah, hundred percent. Because 
my ex, not only was he like, I get it. It's in the constitution. You can have guns. I'm not right. trying to yuck your fun. Like I'm really not. Right. But I just wish people who weren't absolutely insane mm-hmm. were able to get these guns so easily right. because it's so easy to get guns in Missouri. And I don't think people quite realize that yeah. you don't need a permit. I have it written down. You don't need a permit to purchase registration, licensing of the owners or permit to carry a shotgun, rifle or a handgun. Thanks to your governor. I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, your I governor, like Mike Parsons, you know I what? Definitely one of the people booing him. You are governor. you are one of many, by the way. Your governor doesn't seem to be very popular unless you're a MAGA Republican. I find it interesting, you know, and by the way, I'm not defending. In fact, the opposite of which the people who committed these violent crimes in Kansas City, I don't care whether they're juveniles or not. I want them in jail for the rest of their life. I'm very clear on that. But with that being said, I find it interesting because uh, regardless of color of skin, your governor called them thugs. And I, th- I say to myself, if they were MAGA supporters or white, would he have also called them thugs? What do you make of that? I, I do find the word choice a bit odd because not, if you're a government official. You should know what certain words, especially at his big grown age, he should know what certain words, like the connotation behind them in regards to a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. And didn't I, talk about guns. He didn't talk about guns at all. That's also that is he didn't at all talk about mm-hmm. guns. It's Missouri is a crazy state to live in. Cause yeah. it's like, you have to be 21 to buy a handgun. And that's very important because these were not people who were over 21. Right. But in the state of Missouri, like illegal gun sales aside, like that's, I don't know how they got their guns, but you can be gifted a handgun if you're under 21, if someone over 21 buys it for you and just transfers the ownership, which is a very right. weird loophole. Right. It is. You know, it's Madison. What does it say about our society? I mean, you lived this through this where you wake up and all you want to do, I would imagine, is celebrate your team's victory. And I think that's great. And people are there to have a good time. You and your friends oh, to yeah. celebrate the Kansas City Chiefs, a great team winning the Super Bowl here in Vegas. And then you end up going home and you learn of a mother, a local DJ there, right, who lost her life, a mother of two, half the people that were shot were kids. I mean, what type of country are we living in now where you have to be scared or worried to even go to a celebration like that? I'm honest, like me, because I'm here talking to you. I'm obviously okay, like physically. I just feel it's weird. I feel bad that I didn't get trampled or I didn't get shot because it's just like, those, most of those little kids there were there to either see their favorite player or they were just there to perhaps see Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I yeah. I feel so awful for them because they just wanted to have fun and they left that event traumatized, like yeah. absolutely traumatized because they mm-hmm. went they went in an ambulance. You're so like, right. You're so right. It, just because you weren't shot and obviously my heart goes out to everybody that was injured doesn't mean that this still doesn't affect you for the rest of your life. And you're absolutely right. There's so many kids and people there that I, I would imagine they would have tremendous PTSD uh, it just it's just so horrible. It's such a tragic story. And I think we just need better leadership there. And I'm sorry that you had to see some of those things and your friends had to see some of those things. Thank God you're OK and your friends are OK. But boy, my heart pours out, as I'm sure your yours does as well, to the woman who lost her life, her family and all those children and all the people that were affected. It was supposed to be a day of celebration and happiness and maybe having a few adult beverages and having a good time and celebrating your team's win. And unfortunately, the story now and even a lot of the you know Kansas City Chiefs players and coaching staff are talking about the shooting. Now it's turned into a tragedy i mean it's just so horrible it's so i don't think like the rally should have been opened to like just the free public the parade and the rally are very different i feel like the parade since it goes through town anybody could have came to that but i think it's absolutely insane that there was over a million people in kansas city that day 
and the rally was just open to anybody. And there wasn't like, there was 800 cops for over a million people. That is right. not like a good amount. Like you needed more like police of like presence. They were more concerned about these people that tore down a fence that was around the fountain than right. they were. Like it, that's what it seemed like to me because they got down there quick as. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're listen, quick. you're, you're right. And you know, it's an open carry area so you have a million people anybody could have legally been holding a weapon you had you did have 800 you officers carry. you can conceal carry in missouri too right right without, and without a permit and the good guys well i will say this there were some heroes that day particularly the people that uh jumped on excuse me jumped on top of one of the shooters absolute heroes right no, but at real. the same time people died a woman died that day many people were shot um, you had a lot of police officers there. The argument which you're making could be true. You know, maybe you needed more police presence. But with that being said, you know, it's still such a huge problem in this country. Let me just say this. I'm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that you and your friends had to see that. And uh, like I say, I say again, my heart goes out, but it's not enough. You know, we need action. And I know you agree with me on that. We need action. We need better laws put in place. Your governor is just despicable as far as I'm concerned, a despicable coward. And, we you know, we need more people like you speaking up and speaking out on that. Um, I'm glad you're OK, Madison. I really am. And, I, and, and thank you for sharing your story. My heart goes out to everybody there in Kansas City and uh, be well. I appreciate yeah. you um, taking the time to join us. And, and anytime you'd like to come back on, just let my producer know. OK. Oh, it's it's funny that I like like I went I went live on TikTok just to talk about it, mm -hmm. and it's so funny that uh, not funny, not funny. It's so like crazy because I've followed this Facebook page for like ever, and mm. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, this one? What? Oh, you mean the <laughs> Occupy page? Oh, that's cool. I'm glad you do. Uh, hopefully now you can be a fan of the show and and call in anytime too, Madison. But I'm, I Maybe. I I appreciate you taking the time to join us. I really do. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Uh, I know that those are words that are used a lot by people on the far right that are, uh, you know. But at, at, at my heart really does go out to that city and people like you and all, all those that are affected. Please be safe, okay, Madison. And I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Very welcome. Have a good day. Thank you, Madison. You as well. Madison asked you, everybody. She was just a few feet away from from the shooting. Thank God she's okay. Um, I'm on her side. You could hear the frustration and the anger. Um, I share it with her. What have we been covering today besides the shooting that took place in Kansas City? I promised I would take phone calls. Obviously, Fannie Willis, Republicans seem to be obsessed with her sex life and the size of Hunter Biden's penis. But there are more important stories, ladies and gentlemen. For example, this FBI informant, former FBI informant, the star witness for those on the far right, star witness, a proven liar now, lied about President Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. You won't hear Sean Hannity talking about this story anymore. Jeez, I wonder why he led with it so many days. And this jailed Russian opposition figure who I would call a hero, Alexei Navalny, dead. Murdered by the Kremlin. Let's call it for what it is. Joe Biden blamed Vladimir Putin for it, rightfully so. Why won't you hear Donald Trump and the far-right Republicans? Why? Because they're pro-Vladimir Putin, who is the next Adolf Hitler, ladies and gentlemen. I don't use that word lightly. Vladimir Putin is a wannabe Adolf Hitler. And then the 2000 Mules movie, where the creators of it, in a courtroom, in documents, said they really had no evidence of widespread voter fraud. They have no evidence of anything. The entire movie was a lie. But idiots like Kerry Lake will still say that the 2020 election was stolen. Let's go to the phone lines now. I promised you I'd get to those phone calls. And by the way, Madison, what a nice, lovely lady. I really appreciate her taking the time to join us uh, and, and, and telling us um, what she saw in that just 
tragic events that took place in Kansas City. 702-221-7283. Why don't we go to Tanya? Tanya is up next on Pushing Limits. Tanya, thank you for waiting on hold. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you, Brian? I'm good, Tanya. What's on your mind? So many things. You know, I just want to say to, you know, I, I know she's not listening, but it's so it's such a tragedy about Alexi. You know, it's such a tragedy. And I heard this morning, like, I didn't know the matter or anything, but I, I admire him. Tears just came to my eyes. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's horrible. It's horrible. You know? And we knew this was going to happen. <laughs> we knew eventually it had to happen. They've tried to kill him before, he's, and they got him when he was in prison. They murdered him. Hero. Yeah. He's an evil because just the day before, you're, we, we were watching him in court, mm-hmm. and he was laughing, he was talking and all of that, and all of a sudden he just died just oh, they when the election is coming up. They murdered him. You know, they, yep. they said an election is coming up, but what kind of election is that going these to are be? The types of people, why, are these, why is it that these are the types of people that some people on the far right look up to? The, you know, the love letters that Donald Trump wrote to Kim Jong-un, uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, the Tucker Carlson's of the world, who, who seem to attack, they seem to want to attack uh, Zelensky in Ukraine and call them Nazis. But when it comes to Vladimir Putin in Russia, they seem to be so nice. Joe Biden today was up on a stage and he showed leadership once again. He's called Vladimir Putin a dictator. And today he blamed Putin for this death of Alexei. And why is it that nobody on the far right will do the same? Why? I don't know. You got to ask them. They're just going to talk about Fannie Lewis. Right. They want to talk about Fannie Lewis. uh, 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 Lewis's sex life. You know, next, you know, Marjorie That's- Taylor Greene will be showing naked pictures of Fannie Willis like she did with Hunter Biden, because these are the issues they I care know. about. Yeah, I know. I, and, you know, the funniest thing is that they haven't found. I mean, she's not on trial. This is just a hearing. She is not. Donald Trump is like she, right. they're behaving like she's on trial. Yeah. I, first, you know what she did. She I mean, she kept her private life life private and she did that for a reason but it is not something she should have done Mm -hmm. she's human and it already happened she said they started relationship when she said they started it who who are we to say it started another time i will say is independent she has her own money so i'll say this if if they go on a date she can pick up tab as well and he can pick it up I don't care when they had a sexual relationship. Here's the only thing I, I think where she used bad judgment. You shouldn't have hired this guy to take over a case uh, against the uh, former president of the United States because she had to. She should have known that this was going to come out. That, so did she use some bad judgment? Sure. But it doesn't change the facts in the case. It doesn't mean that she and he are not capable of doing their jobs. But it's just an opportunity. Right. But it's just an opportunity of the far right. Let's forget about Donald Trump and the 91 felony counts that he's facing. Let's go after a powerful black woman. I mean, it's par for the course for these MAGA Republicans. I appreciate the call. It's good to hear from you. Thank you so much. I got to get to some other callers. Thank you so much. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's go to Roy. Roy is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Roy. What's going on? Oh, shit. I got disconnected. No, no. You're good. You're good. We got you. Sorry. That was on our end. What's up, Roy? Hi, Brian. How are you today? Doing okay, Roy. What's on your mind? Okay, first, um, did anyone ever hear of Clarence Thomas talk about conflict of interest? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good I mean, point. Come on. Yep, yep. You're right. That's You're right. a joke. If, if she were a man, this wouldn't even have happened. But that's, Let me ask that's you another question. Story. Let's forget about her being a man. If she was a white woman, would they be doing this to her? Just throwing that out there. I, 
I don't know. Because Trump is involved, you just don't know. I yeah. mean, you know, it's him. Um, so it's very hard to tell because he'll, he'll right. do anything he can to protect his own butt. He doesn't care who he hurts. So it's hard to judge that. But when when you think about Clarence Thomas, nobody on the right says a word about that nonsense. No, I mean, uh, his wife is an insurrectionist, as far as I'm concerned. So, I mean, you know, I'm with you 150 percent, but, you know, they'll do anything to defend Donald Trump. You know, I talked about this, Roy, to start the show. Sean Hannity gave this former FBI informant so much credibility. He did 85 segments on this story, 28 monologues. Do you think he'll lead the, sto- lead the show today and say, hey, geez, you know what? I was wrong. It turns out this former FBI informant was lying about the Bidens. No, of course not. That's what these Republicans do. Clay Travis, when COVID first started, who replaced the cancer, Rush Limbaugh himself, Clay Travis said, oh, we're only going to get 20 cases of COVID. There's only going to be 20 cases of COVID in this country. Meanwhile, we've had over a million people die of COVID. Did Clay Travis ever go on the air and retract when we heard all these conspiracy theories about Paul Pelosi? Oh, that was a gay relationship. He let that guy in that beat him with the hammer. Uh, it was Ted Cruz and Matt Gates who spread those conspiracy theories after the police report went public. Did they ever retract? Did they ever say, geez, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I was wrong. No, of course not. Because these these despicable MAGA Republicans will spread conspiracy theories and lies. And then when it's overwhelmingly proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that they were wrong, they never own up to it. Never. Why is it the Democrats that always have to apologize and the Republicans never apologize and retract anything? Why is that? Because the Republicans never have an agenda. Uh, well, the I think, only agenda yeah. is the nonsense that they spew. I sense that your dogs are also not MAGA Republicans. They seem to agree with me. No, <laughs> no, they're, they're very upset with. The, they're very upset at what's happening today. Understood. Hey, Roy, it's good to hear from you, my friend, and your dogs, by the way. Send them my can, regards. Can I make one more? Can I sure. bring up one more thing? Sure. It's very interesting. I read an interesting article today. And I know a lot of people are not thrilled with having Biden. A lot of people, of course, are not thrilled with having Trump. But here's one big difference. If Biden is the president, even if he gets a little bit old and can't do all the things that you would like to see him do, he will have an administration that's capable of handling everything. Trump will not. He will have an administration that's going to kiss his butt and say yes to everything. That's obvious. So it's not just just about Mm -hmm. Biden versus Trump. It's about the Biden administration versus a potential Trump administration. I agree. That's a big difference. Agree. People should think about that as well. Important distinction. People should think about a lot of things, but those that are watching... Especially those who think, well, yeah, yeah, maybe Biden's a little old, but he's going to have people behind him who are going to take care of things the right way. Roy, you're right. I appreciate your call, my friend, as always. Thank you very much. Uh, Okay. On the right side side of history, you too. 702-221-7283. 702-221-SAVE. Let's go to Lori. Lori is next up on Pushing Limits. Hello, Lori. Hi. Hi, Lori. I'm going to... Talk about the first caller. Okay. He made an assumption that she will never see that money. Mm-hmm. There's no she in this case. Right. This is a fraud case against mm-hmm. New York and Donald Trump's taxes. Correct. And they will absolutely see every penny they can get out of him. Yeah. They will sell off his buildings. Yeah. They will mess you. He's got to pay. At least $50 million well, to place a it's bond a, it's a court, to even appeal it. You're right. It's a court 
order. And not only was the guy wrong, because I never said he he will pay it. I don't know whether he will pay it or not. I would assume he will probably pay some of it. He will be forced to. Yeah, well, sure. It's a court order. I agree with you. But you have these MAGAs that call in that don't want to talk about anything of substance. And they want to make a claim that I said something that I never said. It's par for the course. I get, Lori, I get this every day in my personal life and on the air for 20 years. Every day, people will say, Brian, you're a liar. And I don't attack them. I say, okay, let's go with that. What did I say that's a lie? And then this idiot who calls in will do what many of them do. He can't name one thing. And then he'll say, "Eh, I'll come up with a list and I'll call you back. Because they're morons. They're morons, and they can't have a a conversation with any bit of substance at all. But then again, if you're a huge Donald Trump supporter and you think he's the next messiah, you're probably not a very intelligent person to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And this thing about uh, Smirnoff being arrested and then Navalny, however you pronounce it, Mm -hmm. being killed. You can't tell me that guy wasn't a spy. That guy wasn't a Russian spy, and Putin got mad because we arrested him. Oh, no question. No question I agree with you. Listen, uh, the bottom line is this. Vladimir Putin is Adolf Hitler. And Congress is working with him. You're right. Vladimir Putin is Adolf Hitler. You know, I respect Joe Biden. He's called Putin a dictator. Uh, he, he went in on a, on a world stage today and blamed Putin rightfully so for the death of, of of this man, uh, Alexei, Donald Trump would never do that. In fact, Donald Trump was on a debate stage with Vladimir. I'm sorry. It wasn't a debate stage. He was on a world stage, two feet from Vladimir Putin. If you remember, and Putin was asked, did you interfere in our elections? Which by the way, Russia did now, it probably didn't affect the outcome of the election, but they did. What did Trump do? He went against our own CIA and our own FBI. And he said, well, I have no reason to believe that they did interfere. That's who Donald Trump is. Joe Biden would never do that. Say what you want about Joe Biden. He wouldn't stand next to an evil, murderous dictator and kiss their ass. And I respect that about Joe Biden. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. And as far as. uh, Go ahead. Yep. uh, Fanny Willis is concerned. Yep. You know, remember. That they also attacked the judge first. Mm-hmm. They went after him and Fanny. Right. That they had a relationship, some sort of work thing going on. You know, not necessarily a sex relationship, but right. You know, they were friends. You know, they the worked bottom, in the same place. Here's the bottom line. He didn't do it. He didn't do a hearing on that. Why You're is right. he doing a hearing on this? MAGA Republicans don't want to hear this, regardless of what sexual relations Fannie Willis had with this man. It doesn't change the evidence. And Donald Trump and his cronies trying to overturn the outcome of a free and fair election. Good to hear from you. I appreciate the call, Lori. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Bye. Take care. Have a good Friday. 702-221-7283. I believe Lance is next on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Lance. Yeah, I finally found you, Brian. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you did, Lance. How are you? Great. Uh, uh, I want to ask if I could permission to do the first uh, verse of uh, Why Don't You Practice Love Every Day? Would that be okay or else I'll ask you a question? Uh, Let's start with the question and then I'll I'll consider that. (laughs) What was your question, Lance? Okay. Well, the question is, if there were no guns, what do you think would happen? Well, immediately you're saying, uh, you know, in a perfect world, if there were no guns tomorrow, is that was that kind of what you're asking me? Yep. Well, there wouldn't be any gun violence. <laughs> I mean, that's the obvious, right? I think a lot of lives would be saved. Um, what's going on? What's going on in the UK, Brian? 
What about the UK? What about it? They use knives. They don't have. They have little or no guns, but except for the police and everybody else. So, so Lance, help me out here. You're, there, you're, there's a lot of so. So instead of a gun, you can use a knife. If you don't use okay, a knife, so and if you hit somebody, knock them all right, out. So and let's hit their head on the ground. Let's go with that for a moment. Were there any mass killings in this country with knives? Did, 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 do you know of a story where over 60 people in this not, country died not from any mass killings, but there are. No, there the answer is no. Okay, so, so in this country, knife killings compared to gun killings are 10 to 1. You could look that up if you don't believe me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you're right about that. Okay, so you're, you're, you're making the case for me then. You're, you're making the case. I'm, I'm just trying to tell you there's no. Have, can you give me a story of somebody that walked into a classroom with a knife and killed 20 or 30 kids? No. These are these are assault weapons that are being used. So I respectfully disagree with you. There's no correlation between a knife, which obviously can be used as a weapon. People die from stabbings, sadly. But there's no comparison between using a knife and using an AR-15 or an assault weapon. There's just no comparison, Lance. I'm sorry. I just disagree with that analogy. Well, right now you're right, but but uh, one way or another, if somebody wants to take somebody out, they will find a way, whether they have a gun or not. And, that's why I say. Uh, so you're telling me uh, you, you don't we make should make love and, 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 and control hate, not guns. So it's, so the, it's so, hatred that causes the problem. Okay, so you think that you don't have any problem with uh, the guns that are being sold to the general public today? You don't think anything should be done? I I, I think uh, everybody buys a gun. They they should have their picture and their fingerprints taken. But, but even if that would reduce it, it, there would probably always be illegal guns one way or another. Okay, That's so let me let me ask you this then. Uh, God forbid if you had a child or a grandchild that was in school, and God forbid I would never want this to happen, but if you had a crazy person walk in there, would you rather have them have a knife or an AR-15? Okay, so let me, let me ask you this then. Uh, God forbid. Uh, well, we know uh, I'd rather have me neither, but... Uh, that wasn't- if, if somebody hates somebody else, there are people now. If you say the wrong thing, they're going to try to take you out one way or another. Okay, but that That's wasn't. But, but that wasn't my question, though. Uh, you have somebody in a hotel from a several hundred yards away trying to kill a bunch of innocent people. You can't do that with a knife, but you can do that with certain weapons of war. I, I appreciate the call, Lance, and I appreciate you calling into the show. But with all due respect, there is no comparison or analogy between a knife and an assault weapon. I'm sorry, there's just not. 702-221-7283. Let's go to Armando. Armando is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Armando. Oh, hi, Brian. Uh, I remember several days ago you talked about... Um, so Russian space nuke hysteria sweeps DC. You know, and so I had to figure that out. And uh, the person who uh, made that statement was a, a, a top Republican uh, committee chairman. His name is Mike Turner. Okay. And he claimed that there exists an uh, immediate threat. To national security. Yes. And soon after that, I think one of the security people in the Biden administration, um, Jake Sullivan, said, uh, unfortunately, he made that statement because the following day we were going to have a meeting. Intelligence people, the uh, the Big Eight, Senate, House, and they were to discuss it. And he said in the end, it's, this is a, 
a long-term project for Russia. It is not an immediate threat. They are working on a project to, I think... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, what, uh, so what was your concern or question in regards to this? Well, it's not a national security threat. Okay, well, according to those in the CIA and the FBI, they disagree with you. They say it is. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, military intelligence people, uh, Scott Ritter, uh, uh, and uh, I think the other one is uh, McGregor. Yeah. There's a Nath Maloney. Okay, well, again, according to the CIA and the FBI and those uh, that are working with this with more intelligence than you and I have. Uh, they, yeah, I know. I know. They, they say that it is. And I can tell you right now, Vladimir Putin, just in general terms, is a threat to the world. He is a one. Well, look, Jake Sullivan said that the threat is not immediate. Do you it believe? Do you believe let, let me ask you a question. Do you believe Russia and the and the Russian government and Vladimir Putin is a threat to us? Do you think they're a threat to the world? Do you think Vladimir? No, Putin, no, I don't. You don't think Vladimir? Why, why do you say that? You don't think you, because uh, what's his name? Um, uh, one of your colleagues is uh, what's his name? Turner. Uh, no, not Turner. Not um, my colleague, but go ahead. No, uh, uh, the guy who made the interview. What's his name? Okay, well, 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 let me. I'm just asking you though. You have a man who just invaded Ukraine. Okay, he invaded. Well, uh, you got to remember this. It was provoked. Okay, so if you provoke something, that's a defense for going into another country and raping women and children. No, no, no. I mean, they're never raping women and children. I dis- by the way, I disagree with you that Vladimir Zelensky in Ukraine provoked Russia. I disagree with that premise, but that's not an excuse for what Vladimir Putin did. He invaded because he thought it was a. Uh... Uh, non uh, existential threat to the security of his country. Okay, and, and okay. Going so back to two thousand eight. So do you disagree with me? Peace is, agreement. Is Vladimir Putin an evil, murderous dictator? Yes. No, or no? that's the okay. normal I appre- I talking point. I appreciate the call, sir. That's not a talking point, and you are very uneducated. Vladimir Putin has murdered and killed hundreds of thousands of his own people. He's murdered members of his family. He murdered Alexei Navalny. For you to say that Vladimir Putin is not an evil, murderous dictator is like saying Adolf Hitler is not an evil murderer, was not an evil, murderous dictator. I'm sorry, sir. With all due respect, you are mistaken. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's go to Joseph. Joseph is next on Pushing Limits. Hello, Joseph. Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. I saw your show yesterday about the Kansas City shooting. Makes me upset as more as you are makes me think that all these mega Republicans are doing is they're putting their money into the hands of the National Rifle Association, mm-hmm. which explains why they don't want no gun laws or gun bans or red flags. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if they just want the National Rifle Association to be a stock market game. Well, you're and right. Looking at those, you're right. You're looking at the map. Yeah. Joe, I talk about this every day about how the NRA, you're right, is in the back pocket of these MAGA Republicans. What these MAGA Republicans choose to do is they choose that staying in power and getting an A-plus rating from the NRA is more important to them than uh, the safety and security of this country. And not, to, and not to mention, they're using it, the National Rifle Association as a stock market game, and they're watching these people who are doing those mass shootings as consumer trainees, 
and it's making ordinary people like you and me, including those kids who got shot, to deal with them. You're right, but isn't it interesting that these are the same people, they'll talk about the border crisis every day and how it's harming us and harming the country, yet at the same time, they will not talk about gun control. They will not talk about the existential threat that is Vladimir Putin in Russia. You have people calling into the show saying that Putin is not an evil, murderous dictator, but yet these are the same people that want to talk about the border, and they'll call those that are seeking asylum more of a threat to this country than somebody like Vladimir Putin. How do you reason with these people? I know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Every time I hear about those MAGA Republicans, makes me want to open my window and just shout out that famous line from the movie called Network. Makes me want to yell that line. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Well, all we can do is take that anger, and I feel it. I understand where you're coming yeah. from, and do not vote for Donald Trump in November. That's all I can tell you. Let's get these people out of office. Let's end these MAGA morons and their careers. Let's get them out of office, and do not vote. If you want to vote for a Republican, that's fine, but don't vote for a MAGA moron because they are deplorables. Oh, uh, Hillary was right. They are deplorables, and uh, you know, uh, while Joe Biden is my first, second, or third pick, I won't even blink an eye. It'll be Joe Biden over Donald Trump as far as I'm concerned, and I appreciate your call, sir. Thank you so much. You got it. Appreciate you, my man. You got it. Thank you. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's go to Patrick. Patrick is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Brian. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of outrage about this uh, Russian that died in a Russian prison, but I didn't hear much outrage about Gonzalo Lira, the Ukrainian or the American that died in the Ukrainian prisons for speaking his mind against the Zelensky regime. And I don't hear any outrage about the many Americans that are being jailed in Washington, D.C. courts and the many that have died. So, so Patrick, here's my question. Here's my question. Here's my question for you, Patrick. Why does it Mm -hmm. always have to be whataboutism? Why can't you just start off by saying, well, listen, I feel for this guy, but I also feel for these people. Why can't you start off the conversation by saying, you know, this guy, Alexei Navalny, he was against the Putin evil murderous regime. It's terrible what happened to him. Are you not willing to say that? Evil murderous. What Americans has he ever killed? He's not responsible for killing any American. Zelensky is. Zelensky is. Okay, you do believe. You do believe. You do believe you can be an evil murderous dictator without killing an American. You do understand that's not the definition. You don't have to just kill an American to be defined as an evil murderous dictator. You do understand that, right? With this term that you use that all the time. Okay, so we have somebody else. So we have somebody else that's defending Vladimir Putin, sir. You're you're a classy guy. You're going to defend on this show. You're going to defend Vladimir Putin. Is that what you're going to do, sir? Is that what you're, you're prepared to, to do? Zelensky, who's killed an American? Uh, Zelensky's responsible for killing Americans. Where was Putin it? Okay, hold on, American. hold on, hold on. Let's go with that for a minute. He hasn't. Let's go with that. Where yeah, was it go, proven? In what, in what? Okay, shut up and listen, or I'm going to go to the next <laughs> caller. Put him down. See, it's my show, not yours, Patrick. You don't control the narrative, as you would like to say. In what court was it proven that Zelensky himself, because you mentioned his name, murdered an American. In what court was that proven? Maga Patrick, who defends Vladimir Putin? I'd like you to answer that question for me now, if you may. Where was it proven? Did he die in the Ukraine prison? That wasn't my question. I asked you a very specific question, which you struggle to answer any specific question. The person who is now defending Vladimir Putin, who's literally murdered members of his own family. I'm asking you a very... By the way, there's a reason why... In Russia, I have friends that live in Russia. I have friends in Vegas, families live. Excuse me. Uh Excuse me. I'm not done yet. 
I have people who live in Vegas, families in Russia, that if you even text somebody anything negative about Vladimir Putin, they will come to your house, they will put you in jail, and in some cases, they will kill you. Now, I know you're ignorant to facts, Patrick. That's okay. I'll speak slowly for you, sir. Um, where is the evidence put forth in a courtroom that Zelensky murdered an American citizen? I'm now asking you for a second time. Zelensky did not go into a jail and murder somebody. I'm now going to ask you one more time, or I'm going to move on to the next caller, because, Patrick, you are a waste of my time and all of my listeners that listen to your nonsense. You just said that Zelensky himself murdered an American. If that's the case, Patrick, where in a court of law can we find that where it was proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that the president of the Ukraine killed an innocent American citizen. It is the last time I'm going to ask you, and I would like a direct answer, please. Zelensky regime is responsible. Okay, for the have a nice day. Of- have a nice day. Bye-bye. You see, when you make a claim, Maga Patrick, you have to have evidence to back it up. You see, in this country, Patrick, and in other countries, we have evidence that Vladimir Putin's evil dictatorship tried to poison Alexei Navalny. In fact, it was investigated by those that are not working for Vladimir Putin that they poisoned his drink as he was getting on an airplane. There are many of instances of Vladimir Putin evidence that he actually murdered his own people. There are laws set forth in that dictatorship, where if you speak out against Vladimir Putin, even in a text message to a family member, that they will come to your house and they will arrest you and put you in jail. But the fact that you can't even admit on this show that Putin is an evil, murderous dictator and you won't even, you'll actually defend him, says all we need to know about you, Patrick. Have a nice day. 702-221-7283. Who do we got? Uh, Albert. Albert, uh, is Albert saying that I'm an idiot? Is Oh, that's, oh, okay. Albert, what's going on? Don't take it the wrong way. Okay, well, Albert's the idiot. I understand. Thank you. Thank you, Albert. Every prank that I play on you, only blue, horrible. Albert, what song is that from? Is that? Did you forget to take your medication today? I was actually going to let him go a little bit because he could carry a tune. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Sounded a little bit like Roseanne Barr when she sang the national anthem. Uh, they could do a wonderful duet together. Uh, 702 Oh, boy, here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Who are we going to next? Should we go to Edward next? All right, we'll go to Edward next. What's up, Edward? What court said Putin was a killer? What court said Putin was a killer? Well, I can give you yeah. uh, I can give you multiple courts that said Vladimir Putin actually has committed genocide and Vladimir Putin actually has committed atrocities. Would, would you like me uh, to go through what that court? with you, sir? What court? Gotcha. What court? So I will give you multiple courts, but uh, to start the conversation, I just wanted to ask you a what question, court? if I may. What sir, court? you see, sir, if you keep saying that, I'm going to hang up on you. We're going to have a conversation and you're not going to uh, do that. So, sir, have you heard of NATO before? Have you heard of them before? Have you heard of NATO? Is Clown. that Gotcha. Okay, so you're going to call me a clown, uh, and you're not going to answer my question. Have you heard of NATO, sir? Have you heard of investigations, sir, that have been proven that Vladimir Putin invaded another country 
and and has committed genocide. Have you have you heard of NATO at all, sir? Does that ring a bell at all? Because see, sir, it's impossible to get Vladimir Putin in a courtroom to testify. Vladimir Putin will not leave Russia. So now I'm going to ask you a question, sir. Are you a defender of Vladimir Putin? Is Vladimir Putin not a dictator, sir? Are you, <laughs> sir? Okay, so sir, I'm I, no. Don't hang up on him because I want to prove how stupid some of these people are. I want to see if this guy on the line right now can articulate why he thinks Vladimir Putin is not a killer. Sir, are you capable of having a conversation? Are you capable of, of having a discourse on the air? That's my first question to you, sir. Would you like you just to? Said the would Ukraine you like, president. sir? Sir, I'm asking you a question. You don't answer it with a question. I brought up NATO. Clearly, you don't even know what they represent. So now I'm asking you a question. Please articulate why you defend Vladimir Putin. Go ahead, sir. I'll give you the opportunity, even though I'll probably regret it. Why do you defend Biden? Sir, you are comparing. That wasn't the question, by the way, about Joe Biden. But <laughs> last... No, keep him on. Don't hang up on him. Don't hang up on this idiot. You are comparing Joe no, Biden. No, hang up on you. Joe... Uh, okay, yeah, you might as well hang up on him. That guy, you see, when I ask him a question, he's not smart enough to articulate it. Anybody who defends Vladimir Putin would. But then when I ask him why he defends Vladimir Putin, his answer is, why do you defend Joe Biden? He's comparing Joe Biden to the evil, murderous dictator in Vladimir Putin. Sir, I want you to look up NATO, and I want you to look up all the investigations that have taken place when it comes to Vladimir Putin. You see, Adolf Hitler didn't have to speak on a witness stand. There wasn't a trial involving Adolf Hitler either. But I'm pretty sure, sir, you're the type of person that would probably defend Adolf Hitler as well. Have a nice day, sir. You sound like a very intelligent person. 702-221-7283. I wish you good luck at your Klan rally tonight. Um, let's see. Who do we have next here? Uh, Roshana? Let's go to uh, Roshana, who's next up on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Roshana. What's going on? Hello? Yes. Hi, Roshana. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Okay. What my mind is that, you know, I feel very sorry for our uh, American brothers and sisters, you know, who thinks uh, Putin is like good, you know. But uh, as a new generation immigrants, you know, we have faced a lot of things uh, with the dictatorship, authoritarian regime back in our native land. We feel how bad it is, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel very sorry because we have always, you know, uh, are on our freedom, you know, in our soil, you know. So we never know. Uh, we just, uh, we are just kind of simple, you know. And then we follow some of like uh, conspiracy theorists, you know. But in a real general, you know, the country I came from, you know, uh, that we face what the dictatorship is like that, you know. Today, I felt very sorry, you know, that we uh, we lost one of the great fighters in Russia, you know, uh, sure, because of sure. this operation. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What? How do you respond to somebody, and I've had a couple callers today that are despicable, that defend Vladimir Putin? How do you respond to somebody like that who defends Vladimir? To me, it's like defending Adolf Hitler or Kim Jong-un. How do you respond to somebody who defends Vladimir Putin? I don't even know how to respond to these people. Yeah, like, uh, I don't want to go, like, a uh, specific term to them, you know, but, you know, like, they have never uh, seen those kind of situations in our our country here in the United States, you know. That's the reason they just assume. But once they go out of their den, you know, they will see uh, the world. They will find out the yeah, world. Yeah, have you them know? live so in my Russia. My only response is that, you know, yeah, uh, guys... 
uh, don't talk about like those kind of uh, uh, like a dictator, you know. Uh, you get out of the comfort zone, you know. Once you come out of your comfort zone, you know, yeah, you'll see is. the real world. You'll feel Rashada, the real where are you world, from? You know? Where are you from, Rashada? Uh, my native land is Nepal, you know, and we have gone through like a ten-year bloody civil war. Where do you live war, now? You know? Where do you live? Where do you live now? I, I live in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, okay, uh, you live in Virginia. Well, listen, I'm glad there. I'm glad that you're there are people like you out there that 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 are successful in this country, and I'm glad you're on the right side of history and you see things as they are, and you're not complicit like some of these people calling in defending an evil, murderous dictator. It's it's really it's really tragedy. It's so it's tra- sad, you know. It's it is. so sad. Uh, our mind has been occupied, you know, uh, like they yeah. occupied uh, right now. They try to occupy uh, the g- yeah. great country of uh, uh, the, the, they try to occupy the Kiev, you know, sure. they try to occupy so many things. But they'll know? defend because Vladimir Putin. People, they don't travel, you know, yeah. come, come visit me, you know. Yeah, uh, well, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'll change your mind. You know? I Well, I hope so. Outside, you know? I hope so, because yeah. it doesn't seem like I can change some of these minds, but I hope you can. And I appreciate your phone call, sir. You have a great Friday. OK, I'm glad there are people like you, you out there. Sir. Thank you very much. I'm glad you, and I am, and I am so glad there are people like you out there that live in this country. And God bless you. 702-221-7283. All right. I promised I would give Julie uh, some time on the show. Here we go. Uh, in three, two, one. Yes. Hello, Julie. What's going on? Hello, Brian. Finally. Uh, okay. Um, Brian, do you know that Putin said that he preferred Biden to Trump? Do you know that he preferred Biden to win the election over Trump? Do you know that? that guess what, Julie? Said that? Hey, Julie, guess what? Unlike you, I don't care what Vladimir Putin says. You know why? Because he's tr- not trustworthy. He's a liar. And I tend not to believe evil, murderous dictators that kill members of their own okay. family. Unlike you. Now, if you want to take uh, credence on something that Vladimir Putin says, you can go ahead and do that. But you know what? I, I don't listen to people that also quote Adolf Hitler either. Okay. Make no mistake about it. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin is Adolf Hitler. Okay. If you live in Russia and you text something negative, oh, hold on, do you hold understand? On. I, know, I know who Putin is. Okay. I know who then Putin I don't, is then, because I know his. Then if you know, I know then let me, let me ask you a question. 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 Thank you. Let's hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Take your meds. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. If you know who Vladimir Putin is, then why would you believe anything that he says? There's the question, Julie. Please answer it. No, no, I ask you. No, you I ask you. I, and I just answered no, you. I don't believe, and I just I answered don't believe you. anything. Okay. I don't believe Thank anything you. from Putin. We agree. Putin, we agree. Putin is a communist. Putin is a dictator. Putin Can I ask you another question? I'm happy, Julie. I'm, Julie, I'm happy to hear you say that okay. because, okay, Julie, we agree on that. I'm glad we agree on that. Yes. Very important. But let me ask. You, let me ask you another question. Why is it then that Joe Biden has called Vladimir Putin an evil dictator? Joe Biden has been on a world stage and called him that. Why is it that the person that you look up to, Donald Trump, has failed to call out Vladimir Putin for? anything. Why do you think Donald Trump won't say what you just said? He won't call Vladimir Putin an evil dictator, a murderer. Why is it you think uh, Donald Trump won't use that same verbiage? Why do you think that is? Okay. Uh, You have 
read the sanctions that imposed Trump imposed. Wasn't my Putin. question. Wasn't my question. Okay. My question. Yes. Let me, my let question. Me Julie, my question. Julie, you're not answering. Julie, no, you're not. Potter down. Julie, I'm interrupting you because you're not answering my question. The question wasn't about sanctions. The question was, why doesn't Donald Trump call out Vladimir Putin for what he is? An evil, murderous dictator. Joe Biden today said that the uh, that Alexei Navalny death was a direct of Vladimir Putin. Why? Why won't Donald Trump call out Vladimir Putin? That's the question. Not about sanctions. Please answer that question, Julie, because it's a very direct I question. Word. I, I care about actions. Actions speak louder than words. And on the other hand, Brian, if you allow me to speak, okay, if you think that Vladimir Putin is expanding communism to Europe, right? It's what you think, right? Okay? Then why this country has never done anything at all to remove Diaz Canel and Maduro that has been oppressing their people for many, many years. That's true communism. Answer that to me. Go ahead. Julie, the, fact, ahead, Julie, the fact that uh, you continually. Did you think this war right, is up, because communism you are. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. I let you talk and then you just interrupt me as I, as I begin to answer, Julie. Um, this is typical of a MAGA Republican. Continue to defend Donald Trump. Let me tell you something, Julie. The words of a president of the United States are very, very important. I'll give you an example. January 6th doesn't happen if Donald Trump doesn't say the election was stolen. Any president of the United States, Republican or Democrat, should have the gall to speak truth when it comes to Vladimir Putin, who is an evil, murderous dictator. And the fact that you're okay with Donald Trump siding with Vladimir Putin speaks volumes about who you are. And I feel very sorry for you. I really do. All right, let's go back to the calls. Let's take uh, a couple more uh, real quickly. Who are we going to next year? Let's go to Kava. Kava's next. Hi, Kava. Hello, Brian. How are we doing today? I'm doing okay. A little frustrated, but I'm doing okay. Kava, how are you? No, yeah. I was listening to everything that was happening. Yeah. And I agree with you. Vladimir Putin is nothing more than a piece of dog water that loves to cause as much chaos as he possibly can for his own selfish reasons. And he's even threatened my home country of Ecuador. I'm an immigrant mm-hmm. to Ecuador, and I am so tired of that guy trying to take territory just because he thinks he's owed it. Yeah. He thinks that, oh, because he has power, he can do whatever the hell he wants without a repercussion. But what he does understand is that we have NATO, but we will blast the ever-loving crap out of it mm-hmm. if he keeps it up. That's what he doesn't understand. People who sympathize with Putin, mm-hmm. you will are a complete lunatic. Why is it always the far right? I haven't really heard anybody on the far left that has been supporting Vladimir Putin or taking his side on anything. Why is it the far right? Oh, I can tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because they love somebody who's a dictator. They love dictators. It's who they are as a party, it's who they are as people. And they don't have any kind of sympathy for people who actually want to change things. And I really can see, you know what happened here. They love to refuse government for and then they love to blame the left mm-hmm. for not doing things so yeah. they can take credit for it. That's yeah. what these clowns do. They love it. They think it's funny. They think it's 
hilarious when it's not. It's amazing. I have and, a guy calling up to the show and said, hey, Vladimir Putin wasn't uh, convicted in a court of law. As if Vladimir Putin would ever come to this country and, and show up on trial in a court. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. So because 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 Putin wasn't convicted in a court of law, that means he's not an evil, murderous dictator. I guess that means Adolf Hitler was innocent of all uh, crimes as well. I mean, it's just it's how do you reason with these people? You can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah. There's no reason with them. No, like, it's not. I tried to have a conversation with a MAGA demon a couple of days ago, and it was about because they kept whining about the board. I'm like, yeah. You do realize the board isn't even open, and the fact you're whining about immigrants, you do more. Well, they'll work than you. They'll complain about. about who they'll com- they'll complain about the border. And by the way, thank you for the call. I got to get to run to some other callers, but it's good to hear from you. I appreciate the call. Uh, these Republicans. Thank will, you for your time, Thank brother. you. Appreciate you. Uh, they'll complain about the border, yet they have no solutions. They'll they'll complain about inflation, but they have no solutions. They'll complain about drag queen reading, uh, yet they won't talk about gun control. It's par for the course for these people, and some of the people that are calling into this show or defending Vladimir Putin. Uh, I mean, I mean, at this point, if you defend somebody like Vladimir Putin, you have to be a MAGA supporter, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go to Loretta. Loretta's next on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Loretta. Hi. Hi, Loretta. What's on your um, mind? I'm calling because I want to talk about these mega mouthpieces and how we can shut them down. Yeah. Or at least make them accountable. Yeah. Um, I believe we should demand a retraction, let's say, like with the situation with the informant that has found to have been invalid. Yeah. And it's like, why won't they cover it? Why aren't we starting like a campaign to make them and Hannity and Laura Ingram and all these idiots to retract these statements publicly? They should have to. And I think there should be more lawsuits, lawsuits coming. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that Fox News spreads propaganda and hatred on the air every day. Sean Hannity is a two faced clown. Uh, Laura Ingram is an evil racist witch. Uh, these are very bad people. Okay, name calling aside, Brian. It's yeah. like we have to organize. We well, have to here's be the problem. farther here, than them. But here's the problem it's very difficult when somebody like a Sean Hannity or Lindgren make a lot of money for their network. And then they'll cry oh, yeah. and then they'll cry freedom of speech. It's very difficult. Right. To, it's very difficult to censor somebody unless you can you can clearly point out a blatant lie that affects people's lives. Now, you, you probably could with a lot of these hosts on Fox News, but it's very difficult to take down an empire. Eight hundred million dollar lawsuit. And they're still doing the same things. Right. But we have to not let up is all I'm saying. At this oh, point, absolutely. if I was not for Biden, yep. I would be demanding a retraction, demanding a retraction over and over and over from every one of these mouthpieces. The ones that don't, well, go ahead and pay Hunter Biden's tax bill because then he has grounds to have a defamation. Hey, listen, I'm with you. I'm not, not. I'm not an attorney, but I am with you 150%. We want people to be held accountable, especially uh, the blatant lies. It's different from having an opinion and just blatantly knowingly lying. And Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, they do those types of things every day. I got to run to some other callers real quickly because I have a guest waiting, but I do appreciate your call and you please call back. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Who are we getting to next here? Let's go to James. James is next. I'm pushing the limits. I got about one minute for each of these callers. Then I got to go. James, what's up? Oh, uh, not much. Just uh, I don't. I don't see how you put up with all this. <laughs> yeah, these I get people, that a lot. I get that a lot. <laughs> I mean, these are they go down these right wing rabbit holes, and you never, and they never come back out. And it's they. This is all the information they get, and so this is the way they live. 
but you can't change that. And no. all you can do is just keep on doing what you're doing. I'd like to talk about the border, though. Sure. Um, the border, I was reading down in South America, there's a deal called, I think it's the Darien Gap, where all these people from around the world are coming. It's not people from South America. It's people being brought there and then come up, and they have the help of you, you man, um, um what do you call it, uh, human rights people down there. They give them money. They give them food. They give them clothing. They have doctors that help them along the way. Yeah. They have help all the way up to our border. Mm-hmm. And they're coming from India. They're coming from Africa. They're coming from Pakistan. They're coming from all over the world. The, you know, the bottom the line— The border needs to be closed. Uh, yeah. You know, it needs to be closed. I don't disagree with everything you. Everything needs to be redone. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm with you 100%. This is not a Republican problem. It's not a Democrat problem. It's an American problem, and we've had it for decades and decades. But here lies a bigger problem, and I think you'll agree with me on this. Democrats and Republicans came together. They come up with this bill. It's not perfect. Both sides say it's not perfect, but it's a start. And the reason why it's not going to be passed is because of the MAGA Republicans that listen to Orange Man, who doesn't want this bill to pass because they're out for Donald Trump, not out for the country. And until we get better people in office that want to do what's best for the country, not for their own interest, then things are never going to change at the border. That's my opinion. Well, but you have to look it back. I mean, this goes back to to Reagan in, yeah. I think, 1986. Sure. He sure. Uh, had a right to work. I mean, a... Um, sure. E-Verify that you had before you could get a job here, and over the course of six months after it was it was yeah. signed, they made it where it was, they watered it down where you couldn't ask people if they were yeah. illegal aliens. But the, okay? I, I, I hear and you, the, but but the only way I, I hear what you're saying, and I got to run to some other callers, and I appreciate your call, James. The only way things are going to change at the border is if Republicans and Democrats are willing to work together, and the MAGA Republicans stay out of it. That's the only way we're going to see improvements. A couple more quick phone calls. Uh, Nuna, I believe, is next. Hi, Nuna. Hey, hi. How you doing, Brian? Good. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about foreign policy here. Okay. So we're going to pick our poison for the next election, right? We have so many issues right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gentleman before was talking about uh, the border. But I think the biggest problem is going to come from foreign policy with everything that's going on in the Middle East. Because right now... Things are coming to a boiling point, right, with everything going on in Israel and Palestine. Yes. So you have also the, the NATO is getting weaker. If, I mean, I, I, mean I, I understand what you're saying about Donald Trump, right? I never voted for the guy. But what choices do we have when we have a president who is completely oblivious to, to the bigger picture that is going on in the Middle East? Because Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Jordan, and all these players— yeah. They are just there because they are the puppets. They are but, our you know, puppets. But, you know, if, 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 you listen to, if you listen to the MAGA Republicans, they'll lead you to believe that Jared Kushner did such a good job out there in the Middle East. Boy, he did such a great job, no, didn't he? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah. he, he was there to take out the money. You know how right. much money did they got between his Over daughter, $2 billion. Donald Trump's daughter. Oh, that, yep. you think just those were just probably what we hear about. Jared Kushner about was a gift. failure. He's an idiot and a failure. All he does is spend his daddy's money. He so, received $2.1 so billion dollars from the Saudis. Easily, easily. If it's not more, if we're not talking about other like business, yeah. like uh, hotels yep. and all that. Yep. Yep. We don't know everything. We don't have the whole pictures because yep. the Saudi, obviously, I'm not going to share their information. But this is the problem that we have right now. So you, you have, and just do that from Poulon. He was saying that 
Because Donald Trump, he says, hey, you want to blow up any country in Europe, go for it. You know, I'm not here. As long as they pay me, it's almost like a mafia kind of uh, um, deal, right? You pay me and I protect you. You don't pay me, then screw you, right? So this is rocketing, and I think it's, it's wrong. But on the other side, when I'm looking at what's going on uh, with, with Russia, I, I totally agree with you with, uh, with Russia. But we have to also understand that we have done wrong when it comes to NATO has also pushed the envelope because they had a, there was an understanding after the breakup of um, the old system, the Soviet Union, there was an understanding that yeah. they shouldn't crush into the, into the border of Ukraine. There was a kind of an understanding. And there was kind of an we don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like we have an understanding now. And I feel no, like, we don't. I feel like we're way too divided as a country. And I feel like yes. we're in a situation now where we're so divided and people care more about uh, staying in power and being in power and, uh, you know, wearing the Donald Trump knee pads, for lack of a better term, than doing the right thing in the safe and security of this country and the world. And I appreciate your call, sir. I agree with everything you said. Very well spoken. And please call back again sometime soon. OK. All right. Take care. I got to run. I got to grab one more caller. And then my guest, my lovely guest is waiting. So one more caller uh, quickly. I got about one minute for Shay. Hi, Shay. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Not much, my friend. What's on your mind? Um, I like to talk about the gun reform. Um, you know, we just had that shooting in Kansas City. And I got to tell you something, Brian. I think the only way, uh, I mean, these politicians are playing on a slippery slope, man. I think there's going to be a mom or a dad out here that is going to start. I'm, I think people are going to start shooting politicians, man. It seems like that's the only way that's going to get these gun laws changed. Well, we obviously don't because, want that. We obviously don't want that to happen. I'm sure you don't want that to happen. At the same time, when you have somebody like Steve Scalise, who uh, was shot and almost killed, you know, he, he's, he's recovering mm-hmm. now. And yet that guy is, has the same position on guns that he had before he was shot. What can you do? What can you do? Well, I tell you, what's your stance on the filibuster, uh, Brian? <laughs> well, I don't like it, obviously. Um, I don't like it. I never have liked the filibuster. Uh, I, and, and I've always felt like there needs to be a certain time frame. Uh, in most cases, there are uh, where someone can speak and, and that's it. And then we move on to the next person. You know, it's like it, it's kind of like if I'm doing a radio show. I can't have somebody call in and keep them on the line for 20 minutes either. You know, it's like uh, I, I never liked it. Well, do you do you think that the only way this gun law is going to be changed is going to have to be by just Democrats? Because they continue to try to think it's going to be some type of bipartisan Republican. Well, they can't though. They they have to have they have to have some Republican support to pass some of these bills that they want to pass, and uh, unfortunately, that's just the way the uh, this country works. Uh, yes, 60, with a, I, if I was the president. I would demand, if I had the House and the Senate, I would demand to kill the filibuster for that. Because there's no sure. way you're going to get bipartisanship with um, with Republicans. So why does Democrats keep playing this game thinking yeah. they're going to get bipartisanship? Well, I mean, it's a, it's a good question. I feel like some of them feel like they have no other choice. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, but, uh, you know, sadly, with some there's people... No, it's no amendment that says a filibuster has to be... Um, has to be included. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of... Yeah, um, that's true. We need an assault weapons ban. There's a lot of things that need to happen in this country that will lower the gun violence, and you're right. Uh, I appreciate the call, Shay, and you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, uh, Democrats have to stop 
pretending like Republicans are going to come around on gun control because they never will. After the Sandy Hook shooting, when Barack Obama was president and the Democrats uh, were pushing for for gun legislation and Republicans didn't do anything then, does it get any worse than that or Evalde? And these Republicans don't change their stances on, on gun control. It's 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 absurd. I'm with you, Shay, 150 percent. I was going to take a break, but now I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. Uh, uh, allow my lovely guest to be waiting any further. Her name is Nicole Mitchell, and uh, you might have seen her on TV. She's been on the Dr. Phil show. She's been on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Her story is, is pretty interesting. She comes from a evangelical right family as a pastor, and now she's gotten out of that lifestyle, and she's the opposite. She's a life coach. Uh, she's an OnlyFans model, and it's always a pleasure to talk to uh, Nicole Mitchell, who joins us every Friday. Nicole, I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Looking lovely as always. How are you? I'm so good, Brian. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for having me. It's always nice to talk about um, some lighter topics with you after I take 90 minutes of phone calls and it gets very heated at times. So you're a breath of fresh air. Before I get to the Super Bowl, and we're going to talk a lot about the Super Bowl today, um, I want to talk to you a little bit about Fannie Willis. And the Fannie Willis case is very interesting to me um, because, at least in my personal opinion, you know, it shows a powerful black woman. And uh, Trump's attorneys going after her for having what they would consider an inappropriate sexual relationship as she hired this man to preside over this case. What do you make of that? And do you think this would happen to a man like like, uh, you know, what do you make of people going after women for and going after the sexual relationships that they have? And I just feel like it, it is so beyond the pale and it's unfair. What do you make of this? I mean, I think you're totally spot on. There's definitely a double standard for women versus men. And it's interesting because I'm like, there are a lot of people who sleep together who also work together. I mean, even spouses, spouses who run companies or have similar companies and they sleep together. And yet it's the women that are highlighted. It's women who are vilified. It's women who are the problem when we're talking about Trump here. Right. Like the sexual predator. But we're concerned about this woman and who she who she's having sex with. Yes, I agree. Let me let me ask you something else. Let's just say you're working at a company and your boss happens to be a woman. She's running this. I don't know. Let's just say a hedge fund company. I'm just using that as an example. And there's a man that she's dating. You have more experience than the man that she's dating. And she promotes that man to, I don't know, assistant general manager or something. How would you feel about that? If she's dating that man, a lot of people would say, well, she only did that because of the relationship they have. What What would you say to some people that would make that argument? I mean, there can be truth to it. There can be truth where you have bias for the person you're sleeping with. Like, And I've actually seen it happen both ways. I've actually seen where two people have been sleeping together and the person treats the one as inferior, like doesn't give them any advantage, like shoves them down so hard to try to make it look like I'm not showing any favor, but actually to a detriment. And then I've seen it happen where they do favor the person they're sleeping with. So it is real. There's It's a whole spectrum, um, but I don't think it's one or the other. So this is where you have to take it case by case. Why is it in society today, in so many cases, when a man is dating multiple women, they don't call him a name. They don't chastise him for dating multiple women and having a lot of sex. But when a woman is dating multiple men, in some cases, she will be defined, for lack of a better term, as a slut. Yeah. Why is it in 2024 we're still dealing with this when it comes to women and men and sexual relations. And you know what? It's not even if a woman is sleeping with a lot of men. It's even a woman who just likes sex. 
I, so I went through a slut phase and I reclaimed that term as a compliment because to me, a slut is a woman who knows what she wants and lets herself have I can it. make a horrible joke and say, I wish I knew you back then, but I would never make a joke <laughs> like that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so I went through that, that, that season where I, I dated and slept with a lot of people and I loved it. Now I'm in a season where I, I'm not sleeping with as many people, but I love, love intimacy. I love experiences. I share about it very publicly and I'm still called a slut. And I'm still called a hoe. And exactly like you said, men are doing the same thing, but we don't have a name for him. Or we compliment him. He's the man. Right. And going back He's to Fa- and going back to Fannie Willis, there's a lot of Donald Trump supporters out there that are calling her those types of names, which are obviously inappropriate. They're wrong. And yeah. it gets me upset. And, and, yeah. and, you know, it gets me upset because here's obviously a very intelligent woman. People could make the argument that maybe she used bad judgment by hiring this man in such a high profile case. And I, I can understand that and maybe even agree with that. But don't go after her because she she had a, a relationship. And there are some MAGA supporters out there that are doing the same. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is the guy who's cheated on every single wife he's ever had, had unprotected sex with a porn star months after Barron was born. And these are the same people that want to go after the sexual relations of Fannie Willis, who had a adult relationship, didn't even cheat on a spouse or anything. That would be one thing uh, with, with with a colleague. Right. Yeah, we cannot handle a woman who knows what she wants and lets herself have it, especially in regards to sex. Yeah, we can't handle it. We have to do everything we can to vilify her and shut her down, draw attention away from what's actually happening and try to distract everyone with something that is really not the issue here. Yeah, yeah. And it just it just mesmerizes me. Um, and, And I get mesmerized going to the Super Bowl to the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey situation, because it's like here I see two women. Or I, I'm sorry, a man and a woman. Not that two women would would be something horrible. It wouldn't be. I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy watching that. But that's another story for another show. Uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey seems like they're in a really healthy, loving relationship. They obviously care and love each other. It seems like that they're having a great time together, and I'm all for that. Why do so many people hate to see people that are happy? Why are so many people going after them? I don't get it. I, I think we have too much time in our hands, Brian. I think if people were actually busy pursuing their dreams, doing what they love, living their life to the fullest, they would not have near the amount of time and energy that they exert towards analyzing, criticizing, discussing, gossiping, obsessing over a couple that really has no impact on their world and vice versa. I'm right. like, get busy living, live your life, go after your dreams. We, life is short. Get over Get over them. Is yeah. how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I mean. You know, Taylor Swift donated $100,000 yesterday to the woman who lost her, to the woman's family, the woman who lost her life at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, parade. She just donated $100,000 to the family, which I applaud her for doing. And yet there are people out there that call her vile names and disgusting names. When I look at Taylor Swift, forget about her musical success. Someone who's a good, decent human being who cares about people. Right. And the same people that are attacking her uh, are the same people that don't even want to talk about gun control, let alone donating money and donating and, and, and sending money to those that were injured or, or even killed uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs parade. I mean, Taylor Swift has done a lot of good to help a lot of people. Yeah, it's bizarre that we'd obsess over Taylor's dating life and not get busy t- doing gun reform. 
Yeah, like, I let's agree. Stop distracting from the bigger issues here mm-hmm. and actually create change where it matters the most. Sure. I didn't get a chance to even talk to you about the Super Bowl. I mean, there's a lot of different topics to to discuss. Obviously, it was a uh, uh, a very, very positive uh, for the NFL having it. And, and there's a lot of people that think that we should have the Super Bowl in Las Vegas every year. It was one of the highest rated football games of all time, one of the highest rated Super Bowls of all time, uh, one of the highest uh, betting Super Bowls of all time from people out there that bet. I mean, there is a lot of positives to go around. And there's a lot of people that think, as I said, that the Super Bowl should be in Las Vegas every year. What do you think about that? I mean, I'm I'm a variety girl. I love variety. I love diversity. I love mixing things up. So I'm always going to be take typically a stand for mixing things up. I will say this though. One benefit of Taylor Swift dating who she's dating, it was the first time I understood football. When my partner was trying to tell me who was playing, I kept getting confused because I don't know either team. They're both red. And he goes, well, it's Taylor's team versus this. I'm like, ah, I'm on it. I got it. So Taylor made football accessible for me. So another beautiful thing about Taylor dating whoever she wants to date is it made NFL more accessible to people like me who don't have a lot of knowledge in that area. Yeah. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that maybe aren't even big uh, football fans, but they're all into the uh, Travis Kelsey Taylor. Are you a Swifty? I never even asked you that. I'm not really, (laughs) but I did watch her movie on New Year's Eve and I really fell in love with her as a musician. And since then, I've played a lot of her music. My kids call me Swifty, but I just tell them her music is so easy to listen to. And so I I really, I do. I like her as a musician and it just happened as of December 31st. So as an OnlyFans model that you are, do you feel like in 2024, moving forward, there's going to be more ads for OnlyFans, maybe Super Bowl commercials? We've seen political commercials. How did you make, uh, I guess my question to you, I wanted to ask you is coming from an evangelical right family and being a pastor. How do you feel about those Jesus commercials being played during the Super Bowl? They did it last year as well. What do you think of that? I mean, America is a free country-ish. It is also a very evangelical country. So I'm not surprised. I always like to compare it to, but would they be cool if we did an air on Muhammad? Hmm. Would we be okay with doing a a commercial on Allah? Hmm. Like if we say America is the land of the free, then are we actually supportive of other religions being able to promote their religion? I don't think we are. So there is definitely a bias in America's expression, and that's where it rubs me wrong. Like, if you can promote Christianity, then why can't we promote Islam or promote uh, Judaism or promote Buddhism? Like, America says it's free, but it's very slanted in one direction. I wanted to ask you this question because sometimes people use the term antichrist, right? I hear that sometimes. So I'm curious, as someone who is a former pastor, I'm sure you're familiar with the term. In society, do you have any antichrist? They say, oh, that's the antichrist. Do you, have you ever, do you ever use that term today? And, and what would that be? I'm just curious. Brian, apparently I am the antichrist. <laughs> Not so according to me. Ever to meet the Antichrist. I'm here in the flesh. Apparently, I just found out a few years ago. I also just found out a few years ago that I'm the head of the Illuminati. Um, So here it is, people. Like, literally, I got all these accusations a few years ago, Brian, and I had to Google what is the Illuminati because I didn't even know. And when I read it was, I died laughing. There could not be a worse leader for such a group than Nicole Mitchell. But the fact that they were calling me the Antichrist and I'm the leader of the Illuminati, I felt like it was a compliment that you think I'm that capable and that powerful and that influential and that on top of things. Like, (laughs) 
Thank you. I think Donald Trump is the Antichrist, but I don't want to put you two in the same category. I certainly, I cer- I certainly would never do that. Uh, if you're just joining us, she is Nicole Mitchell. Uh, she is a former pastor, comes from a very far right evangelical family. She left that lifestyle. Now she's uh, having a lot of fun as an OnlyFans model. She's o- also a life coach. Uh, I'm curious, when people come up to you in your life coaching, what is the most common thread, the, the most common mistake that you think people make in life as, the, as it passes them by? I think one of those many, I would say one is we make other people responsible for our results. This person didn't hire me, so I didn't get the job. It's why I'm stuck at a shitty job. This person uh, didn't promote me, so this is why I'm not making enough money. This person broke up with me. This is why I'm alone and miserable. Like We make everyone else responsible for the life that we're living, not realizing we are the ones who have all the responsibility and power to create any life we want, for better or for worse. Yeah, I like that. I like that so much. I have to uh, pick apart a statement that somebody made on social media during this conversation, a guy by the name of traditional tattoo. So, you know, that that's his name. Uh, he said in the last five minutes, the host hasn't named one gun law that could have stopped the shooting in Kansas city from happening. Um, I just want to respond to that really quickly by saying, and I say this over and over again, people like that don't know how to listen. There's not one law that could stop all the shootings in this country from happening. There's not one law that uh, could have 100% stopped the shooting in Kansas City from happening. So for somebody to make a statement like that is extremely ignorant. But here's what I will say. If we had an assault weapons ban, if we had stronger red flag laws, if we had stronger illegal gun laws put on the books, it would make it harder for people to commit these types of heinous crimes. I talk about it over and over and over again. And if you don't believe me, not you, Nicole, I know you do, but if traditional tattoo uh, it's probably a MAGA tattoo he has on his shoulder. But if traditional tattoo would actually look up the facts, which are when we had a assault weapons ban in this country in the early 90s, gun violence went down 46%. You can look that up if you don't believe me. And Nicole, guess what happened when it fizzled out? And Republicans allowed that assault weapons ban to fizzle out. Guess what happened? Fill me in. Gun violence went up over 240%. So for traditional tattoo. You couldn't name me one gun law that could have stopped that shooting from happening. I don't know that and you don't know that, but there are things we can do in this country that can lower the gun violence, make it harder for bad people to get their hands on guns. But again, you know, I have these conversations with people every day. Can you imagine, Nicole, if you and your family are just going out to to celebrate uh, a chief's parade or, or really any parade for that matter with your family and you have to run for cover because of gunshots that are ringing out. I mean, can you imagine what that must feel like as, as a mother? Because I know you're a mom. Terrifying. I remember a few years ago, my girlfriend came to visit me here in California and I took her to the mall. We were shopping and we heard a bang and everyone starts running for cover. It's a gun. It's a gun. And it's sheer panic. We And you're running. You're trying to decide, do I run down the main hall to get to a main exit or do I run into a store that's a dead end but maybe can hide? And like... It's the first time I've ever experienced like that. We end up in a store in the back office with all the doors locked and bolted shut. People are bawling. People are calling. There's some phones don't have any service. I'm freaking out. My girlfriend's calling her family saying goodbye. It was absolutely terrifying. And eventually we like snuck out and made a run for the car, got away. And then later it came out that it wasn't a gun. Someone had taken a bat, shattered a jewelry case that made a pop. And it sounded like a gun. 
And the fact that Americans have a knee-jerk reaction, that a sound could sound like a gun, and we flee for our lives shows we have a massive gun problem. We are so afraid because these happen so often, and we do not have the laws in place to prevent as much of these as possible, that we are all saying goodbye to loved ones because we heard a loud sound. Yeah. That's horrible. That's horrible. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's that's really scary. And we do have a problem. And the people that want to get into the weeds with me all the time on, oh, do you know what an assault weapon is? Or what would have stopped that from happening? These are the same people that have no solutions. Uh, what we're doing right now is not working. And I want to hear people that come up with solutions. doesn't mean we have to agree on all of them. But the pe- for the people that want to get into the weeds, the dummies that want to get in, what's an assault weapon? You don't know what an assault weapon is. Okay, well, why don't you tell me what your solutions are then to all the gun violence in this country? And they don't know what to say. Those people are idiots. And, uh, you know, they, they waste my time, Nicole. I really <laughs> – what do you got going on, by the way, this weekend? You don't waste my time. What do you got going on this weekend with your you, family? And I love our conversations. I'm actually taking my babies to the snow this weekend. We're going to Big Bear, be in the snow. We're going to go sledding. We're going to go skiing. We're going to go snowboarding, um, whisking them away for a little winter. I love it. Well, if you see Robert F. Kennedy Jr. out there skiing, tell him I said he's not fit for president because I know he likes (laughs) to ski. But, uh, well, Nicole, I hope you have a wonderful time with your family. That does sound like a lot of fun. No skiing for me, although I'm sure a lot of people will be skiing on the Las Vegas Strip. That was a horrible joke. I would never make that joke on the air. Anyway, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. You're the best. I look forward to catching up with you next week. I'm going to go listen to some Taylor Swift music. So thanks for for coming on. Good to see you, Nicole. Thank you. So for everybody out there that wants to know, how can you follow me personally? Uh, You can go on my YouTube page, which is at PTL Radio Show. You can go on my website, which I believe is PTL Radio. Yes, as my producer reminds me. My website is PTL Radio. Email address is on there. I'm also on TikTok. I'm on X. I'm on Facebook. We're everywhere. And of course, the Occupy Democrats Network. We appreciate being a part of that platform as well. And we ask you to subscribe for $5, a cup of coffee every month, and you're going to get extra content from yours truly. So we're going to have some big guests lined up for next week. Uh, Boy, there's a lot of news There's so much stuff to cover. Uh, I tried to do my best in covering all of it today. Uh, Something you won't hear on Sean Hannity's show or Laura Ingram's show tonight, I'm sure, is uh, this former FBI informant that lied about President Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. You probably won't hear about that or the fact that the movie 2000 Mules was a total lie uh, proven uh, in a courtroom, by the way. Uh, You probably won't hear about that on Fox News, OAN or Newsmax. Uh, you probably won't hear too much anti-Vladimir Putin talk uh, in regards to Alexei Navalny, who is a, a 46-year-old healthy man, uh, died. I think we all could probably agree, just same thing with Otto Warmbier, that he was murdered. That's what these evil, murderous dictators do in these countries. They murder innocent people. In this case, Alexei, a hero, a hero. And uh, my thoughts and prayers... Uh, certainly go out to his family. It's just a horrible story. It's terrible. But these right-wing Republicans, I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, they'll be leading with Fannie Willis's sex life because that's more important to them than gun control. That's more important to them than health care. That's more important to them than getting things done in this country. It's more important to them than securing the border. Let's talk about Fannie Willis's sex life. So Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, Mark Levin, and all these right-wing idiot bozos are going to be leading with today. And the 1,000 conservative talk radio shows who do the same talking points every day, and they talk about Hunter Biden's penis every day, and how Joe Biden's responsible for all the issues at the border, and how abortion should be illegal. 
Every day it's what they talk about. It's the exact same talking points every day. I try to actually cover the news on this show and talk about real issues that face you, the American people, not Fannie Willis's sex life, which doesn't affect anybody. Oh, yeah, by the way, Donald Trump is still facing 91 felony counts. I just figured I would uh, share that with all of you. Um, sports story, something that I've, I will share with you here at the end. Tiger Woods just withdrew from the Genesis Invitational. That's not good. I would imagine that has something to do with his health concerns. I don't think we're going to be seeing Tiger Woods out on the golf course much anymore because of the issues he's had with his legs. It's sad. Uh, all right, everybody. It's been a fun time. Follow me at PTL Radio Show on YouTube. That's where uh, the best place to uh, contact me personally also would be X. And uh, my Facebook fan page and, of course, the Occupy Democrats Network. I appreciate all of you very much. Thanks for joining us. Follow my website. Check out my website, PTL Radio. Subscribe on my website. See you on Monday, everybody. Have a great day.